Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, I hope you guys are doing wonderful. So on today's episode of the podcast, I wanted to share with you guys how my approach to budgeting has changed to give you guys a sense of how I am navigating my own budget right now and to help you with some ideas and tips if you are currently struggling with staying on top of your own budget. But before we get into today's episode, I wanted to say a big thank you to all of you for continuing to listen to this podcast and for also supporting Clever Girl Finance, as well as the Clever Girl Finance books. For those of you who have listened to the podcast for a while, you know that my third book, um, The Side Hustle Guide, came out at the end of June, and I've just been so excited at how it has been doing. So if you haven't already checked out the Clever Girl Finance books, please visit your retailer, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, wherever you buy your books and um, listen to your audiobooks to check out the Clever Girl Finance book series. There are officially three books in this series. So exciting. And I am currently working on my fourth book, which is um, a work in progress, <laughs> but I'm getting it done. So thank you guys so much again for all your support and for being here and for the emails and for just being a part of our community. You know, we are we are so, so incredibly grateful. I am so grateful. The team is grateful and we just really appreciate you. Okay. So let's talk about budgeting and my current personal approach to budgeting. And for those of you who have listened to the podcast for a while, you have probably heard me say one or many times that I am a spreadsheet girl. And basically that means that I manage my budget in a spreadsheet. And what I would do is that I would keep all the receipts from any transactions I made, um, in person, or I would put a flag on any online transactions I made at the end of each night. I would go into my spreadsheet and put those transactions in there. And I use those spreadsheets to lay out my budget for the month. For each month, I would lay out um, my spending by tracking my receipts. And I would also lay out how close or far away I was from to exceeding my budget. And just basically use that spreadsheet as a guide to stay on top of my spending and also my saving and my investing. So I basically would build my saving and my investments into that budget as well. And every time 
I made an investment, I would um, track it in the budget. Every time I transferred money into savings or there was an automated transfer, it would be tracked in that spreadsheet. And it only took me a few minutes every day, maybe five minutes or so um, to go through it. And then at the end of each month, maybe it would take like a half hour, an hour to really lay out my entire budget. However, in the last few months, I've gotten really, really busy to the point where I found my receipts just piling up and I wasn't tracking my expenses in my budget and my budget just wasn't as effective as I needed it to be because it wasn't up to date. And so I chose to adjust my budgeting approach where as opposed to being so hands-on, I am currently choosing a um, reverse budgeting or anti-budgeting method where basically what I'm doing right now is I'm setting the budget for the expenses I know I'm going to spend money on, the core expenses, the savings and the investments. So for example, any household bills that need to be paid are fixed in the budget and they're automated. My transfers to savings are fixed in the budget and they're automated and my investments are fixed in the budget and they're automated. So I know exactly how much I plan to spend on those core items for the month. And then everything else after that, I'm just not budgeting for. I, I'm just, you know, leaving that money as to spend at will. So basically what I've done to help me manage that is that I got really detailed with the bills that I know I have to pay for. So they're on there. And I said, okay, I know we're going to spend X amount of groceries this month, but I'm not going to put in my miscellaneous spending into the budget so that I don't overwhelm myself with tracking receipts for every single thing. Like if I do things with my kids, if I go get my hair done and things like that, I did not build that into my budget. I just know that if I um, have designated this amount of money to those core bills, those core savings, those core investments, and I have X amount left over, then that money, I have to fit everything else I want to do into that leftover money. And I'm not obligating myself to um, having to track my receipts every single night. And basically, this simple change has allowed me to eliminate the guilt I was feeling about not tracking my budget in detail by now creating this flex bucket where I don't have to account for every single penny. But I know that once I reach the amount in that flex bucket, once I've spent the amount in that flex bucket, then that's it. And this is a small change because I'm still using the spreadsheet, but just not giving myself that obligation and not having that mental burden of having those receipts pile up on my desk every night. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing good with my budget. I'm not doing good with my budget. Um, allowing myself not to have that shelf, I don't know, judgment and self imposed stress has actually really helped me stay on top of my budget. And so the reason why I'm sharing this is because a lot of times people will go through phases where they get really, really busy, or they'll go through phases where just their current budgeting method is not working for them. And they'll start to feel like they are bad at budgeting. They're bad with money. Their budget is not working. They're slipping up. And if you're in a space where you're starting to feel like that, it is absolutely 100% okay to readjust your approach to budgeting until you find a method and approach that works for you. And it might be a temporary readjustment. Like for example, I may choose to go back into the in-depth spreadsheet tracking or it could be a permanent adjustment where you find a method that truly just works for you better than any other method you've tried and you choose to stick with that. And life could also bring changes where you're like, you know what, I need to, I need to change up my budgeting method. And like I said, that is perfectly fine. 
the whole idea for your budget is to allow your budget to serve its purpose, which is to allow you to create a plan for your money and be able to tell your money to do what to do, being that you are the boss of your money. And so your budget is there to guide you and you want to make sure that you're leveraging an approach that allows you to allow your budget to guide you as you are working on your finances each month. So that's been my... Um, approach or my change to budgeting recently. And again, like I've mentioned, it's okay if you need to change your budgeting method. There is no one way, one only way, one single correct way to budget. The best way to budget is by leveraging a budget that works for you. It has to fit into your lifestyle. It has to be effective. It has to serve its purpose and it has to help you. That's the whole idea of budgeting. It is so that you have a guide, you have a help as you plan your money. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. And so if anyone out there is struggling with their budget, number one, find another budgeting method, right? Maybe your current budgeting method is just not working for you or you need to adjust it. Um, number two, honestly, let go of that self-imposed stress and shame around budgeting. And I found myself doing that to myself because I wasn't staying on top of my budget. And I realized what I needed to do was reassess the way I was budgeting and change my method. So let go of that shame and that self-imposed judgment and instead be objective and look at how you're currently budgeting and tell yourself or ask yourself, well, you know what, do I need to do things differently so I can allow this budget that I, you know, that I've created, that I'm putting together so that I can allow it to help me. So it's a quick episode, but I thought this would be helpful to someone out there that may be struggling with their budget. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.